Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Edwards, Weekly Edwards Insider Z10s. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Edwards. And as usual, I want to start with uh, Mr. Tokugawa-san. Okay, thank you, Oksana. Yes. And hello, everybody. Uh, this is Hiro Tokugawa. Uh, now, um, I think uh, last week I was talking about something that I had already talked about. About the coinage in Tokugawa, Japan. So, uh, well, this is about what happens after you leave the gold standard is that you go into inflation. Okay, and my story was inflated as well as a result of the fifth shogun going off, putting Japan off the uh, gold standard in uh, 1700 or something. Uh, today, I would like to talk about the uh, Tokugawa uh, villages. And uh, so what was different uh, with the villages before uh, or up until the uh, Sengoku, the uh, Warring States period, and then in Tokugawa, Japan, what was the difference? Is that, well, you see, the, uh, well, I think I, talk, I spoke already about the sense of egalitarianism uh, that uh, swept over Japan after the rise of Toyotomi Hideyoshi. Uh, and then the Japanese villages, uh, up until then, they always had a samurai lord living in the village. So you go to some really remote areas uh, where the traditional village uh, landscape is still maintained, then you can, you can still find some houses uh, like that. A, a very big house in the middle, um, which is surrounded by a tiny moat. And it's big enough to uh, keep a small military unit, like 10 men. Uh, so the whole whole household, household would have like a 30, 40. Uh, and mo well, some of them would be naturally working, but uh, and then quite a few would be the master and then all his retainers. So ready to act in case of an emergency. I'm not talking about policing, but in case of a warfare and the, the demands of war. Uh, now, and then that... Uh, was abolished completely. All the samurai uh, were put together in the uh, castle town in each daimyo domain, the largest which was Edo. And uh, why was this done? Uh, my guess is that, so everyone has a sense after Toyotomi that, uh, well, of equality. So there's a samurai and then I am a farmer. Uh, the word peasant probably doesn't apply very well. So why is that guy lording over me? So, and that sense would, could be explosive when it, is, uh, when it is felt all over Japan. So the uh, solution was to uh, well, <laughs> quarantine the uh, bullying samurais uh, into the castle towns. So uh, the uh, Tokugawa villages, uh, in, in direct contrast to the um, image you have of a feudal society, uh, the villages were the uh, farming, not only, yeah, mostly the farming villages were uh, autonomous. And another interesting feature is that the taxes were paid not by the household, but by the village as a whole. So this is one, uh, this I think is an expression of the um, governing governance philosophy of the Tokugawa, is that uh, we forced people to cooperate with each other. So there's, the, there's this institution, uh, this rule of the goningri, like uh, five households put together. And if someone commits a crime, the rest, uh, failing to have prevented that crime, would be punished together. So this sounds totally illiberal, uh, but this is, we have to remember that this was right after the long era of civil wars. People couldn't trust each other. 
So uh, this is basically forcing the society to accumulate some social capital. And the same, the same thing could be said of villages. So uh, since, and then policing was pretty effective. So uh, there's a lazy villager. Okay, so like 90% are hardworking, there are 10% that are lazy, then it was up to the remaining 90% to make these people work harder. So their contribution to the ta village tax will become larger. So, uh, and this is the origin of, well, how should I say, uh, Japanese nosiness, the idea of second. So it was uh, people monitoring each other, but also people helping each other, especially in the villages. And uh, Another thing is that even though uh, the civil war period had ended and peace has returned, uh, the village, village life could not be so peaceful, if only because of all the uh, larger animals. Let's say a boar, for instance, or even a deer. A deer would come down to the village and uh, eat all the young crops. A boar would eat even more. Okay, and uh, so uh, most villages kept their own guns and bows and arrows. They're pretty well armed, but not against other people. They're against animals. And, and uh, with this basis, uh, so let's say 80% of, of Japanese land uh, rarely, seldom saw a samurai. They're mostly inhabited by uh, farmers uh, or farming villages, uh, which govern itself. And even the village officials who could read and write occasionally uh, could sign his own family name in official documents. And that was a privilege. Uh, so basically treated like a samurai, but they were still farming on the, on the, among the commoners. And uh, so this was called a shoya. And uh, they had many functions, but uh, basically it was to run the village like, let's say, um, well, uh, I don't know, Oksana may be familiar with this, uh, or you're born after the Soviet Union was gone, but it was like a collectivized farm, but on a profit-making and uh, crop-producing basis. Uh, so people were forced into communities. And uh, this solution uh, well, actually worked pretty well. Uh, so uh, I may have mentioned, but I want to repeat this again. Uh, at the beginning of the Tokugawa period, uh, the population of Japan total was like 13 million to 15 million. And then uh, 100 years later, it had grown to uh, 30 million. So that's really like 2% a year and more than doubling. And uh, also without any famine, as the uh, territory of farmland had expanded, uh, well, had grown twofold. It doubled in 100 years. Okay? And uh, this was also made possible by a large-scale migration of the population to the Kanto Plains and to the Northeast. Uh, and then uh, nearly, well, and then from 1700 to 1750, uh, things went very well. But uh, in the late, eight, late 1700s, uh, or at the end of the 1700s, there was the uh, eruption of Mount Asama, uh, very close from Kariza today. And this seems to have cooled the earth as a whole. So some people attribute the uh, French Revolution to this eruption and all the, uh, the ashes and the gas that the uh, volcano produced. And the same happened in Japan. So after that, there were a couple of pretty serious famines, especially in the Northeast. Uh, what's important is that the uh, population of the Northeast were, uh, many of them were transferred from other areas. So their social structure and uh, cultural mores were quite different from that of traditional Japan. So even in spite of famines, uh, there, are, there are very few cases of riots. 
or even of complaints. So, so, so New Japan to the east of Edo or to, to the east of Hakone had developed a totally different culture, which can be seen today, which continues even to today. Uh, so uh, Osaka and Seto Naikai, you could and Kyushu, you could call that old Japan. And the Kanto Plains and the uh, Northeast are more or less created by the Tokugawa shogunate. And that this you could call New Japan. Uh, it is more Buddhist and uh, more pacifist and not as antagonistic to uh, China as Western Japan. So, but uh, this uh, migration policy and, um, and also, well, I, I'm drifting, uh, my topic is drifting a bit, but uh, so, um, and also, uh, as a result of giving full incentive uh, to the uh, farming population, I'm coming back to the villages. Uh, so they worked hard. And as a result, uh, towards the uh, end Tokugawa time, so uh, in the first half of the, the uh, 19th century, nowadays, I think you call it the 1800s, is that millions of farmers uh, and peasants were traveling all over Japan. So, uh, and they would all go to, or many of them would go to famous temples like in Nagano. Most popular was the uh, Ise Jingu Shrine in uh, today's Mieken. Uh, millions, could you believe that? And this is one feature that uh, Europeans noticed uh, when they arrived in uh, Tokugawa, Japan after 1860, is that why are so many commoners uh, on the highway, pretty well dressed and apparently moving around just for fun? So, and this is the result of, well, uh, accu well, accumulation of wealth in all the, all the farming villages. So, and as a result, so the farmers got rich. It meant that uh, the tax rates uh, were kept at a, a fixed level. So, and, and this led to the, uh, what, immiseration, if you, if you will, of the samurai class. Okay, some people uh, try to explain this in Marxist terms, but uh, that was not the case. It's just that the uh, original plan having worked so well that Japanese society as a whole uh, graduated from the original samurai feudalism. Okay, I think uh, I've, I've spoken enough for today. Uh, thank you, Oksana. Thank you very much, Takugawa-san. Very interesting how all this new Japanese culture that we can witness today formed uh, along all these years. And uh, also the, uh, the next, uh, uh, I would like to ask uh, a newcomer <laughs> to our session, uh, Mr. Mitsushi, could you please speak? Uh, hello, my name is Mitsushi. I've been producing NFT-related projects and crypto-related projects for past three years. And I finished my crypto projects in Belgium, and I finished my crypto project in Singapore. So now I'm able to make my full commitment to this adverse project. I'm so happy to talk with you all and join a weekly insider and actually i'm not sure what i'm expected to talk about <laughs> indeed but uh, i'm so happy to uh, get involved in this unprecedented project symbolizes japanese culture and the uh, worldview of edo today i had a meeting with a designer for creating the logo i think logo is very important because that symbolizes the projects so for users perspective at the point at which users recognize the logo, they come up with the idea or concept of what that project is going to be, right? So it's very important to sort of summarize and incorporate uh, only important elements into logo. For marketing creatives, such as videos or the visuals, yeah, logo appears everywhere. So I think this is really important first step for us in terms of marketing. 
I think for this project, I think I will engage with this project in terms of marketing strategy, promotions, uh, managing community. But every time uh, I, let's say, upload the creative, the logo is there. So basically, the you know, exposure of logo is very uh, pretty often for viewers. So I would like to discuss all, with all the members here to create the best logo, which is really unique, which is really different from any other metaverse project. From my point of view, there are many metaverse project, projects right now. For example, uh, let's say I forgot the name of uh, some other, Illivium, or uh, I forget the name, there's uh, Sandbox and so on. But uh, those kind of metaverse projects are sort of neutral. Uh, what to do is depend upon users. But this metaverse project is really different. We have a solid foundation that is the world of Adol. Therefore, the ways in which we create logo itself should also be different from other neutral metaverse. Uh, that's, I think, the uh, strategy behind create a logo as a whole. Sorry that I'm talking about logo too much because my resource brain is occupied with creating best logo for the uh, ne next two weeks, I think. So I think today we had a great discussion with the designer. I'm very looking forward to see the, you know, our candidates, our imagined designs. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to share today. Thanks, Oksana-san. <laughs> Sorry that I'm very specific. <laughs> no, no, thank you, Mr. We always appreciate the passion and ambitions about, you know, creating the best. It's actually the goal of all our team. Uh, so thank you very much. Also, the next, uh, Dominique, could you please uh, speak overall about our project, ideas, concepts, whatever okay, you want. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Oksana. And also the welcome, uh, welcome back, actually. He was just a regional member of, of Edubas project. But um, now I think he's coming in now. Um, and also his project, that's the first his project, the logo of Edubas, which is very, very important. I'm really looking forward. And also today, uh, uh, Mr. Tokugawa's uh, uh, just uh, story was very inspired, actually, either for our uh, uh, game creating any futures because Tokugawa Village, um, we didn't know that. I thought that there is there are some other sort of uh, evil spirits or some some kind of monsters there, but that we may just get some other sort of animals like sort of boars or maybe deers. Uh, that is. Also, very sort of exciting, so interesting items that we can just think of in the futures. Um, but the Tokugawa village, actually, where we should just locate it, actually, very sort of, sort of suburbs of Edo uh, castle territories, maybe. But uh, first, we that at our project because uh, today, uh, uh, the last week, uh, uh, we uh, discussed about a lot of project about. Um, uh, 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 game, uh, first game sort of uh, uh, the stories uh, uh, and then um, our project, a business plan for this is um, the first week that Edo Castle was here and the next is the quite actually uh, uh, high-ranked soldiers uh, uh, houses were actually built and then we just start from, from those kind of the big houses just uh, owned by owned by the sort of high rank soldiers uh, under the, uh, Mr. Tokugawa's or uh, Shogun Tokugawa's. That is actually our starting point in the game because 
the fast that Edo Castle, just along Edo Castle was actually really sort of counterprains the normal sort of the strolls, the lot of strolls that, uh, or maybe the lot of waters and, the, and, and, and also the rivers. Um, uh, and then we're going to cultivate, we're going to, uh, and also reclamate the land, and then uh, we just create the land. And after this, we build a, some a big house. Uh, but the first point was it's a very important areas. That if you just uh, the, the live in Tokyo, that in Edo Castle with the center of the Tokyos, and then just surround the areas is more precious areas. Um, and the first our, uh, our project is we're going to, uh, we're going to start to sell NFT land uh, to the public. So, of course, at the first point, it's not very expensive things that actually you know, people can just you know, join that. Now, it's, um, nobody can just buy. That is very important. Just as around, around Paris areas and Tokyo, it's super expensive. And also, we cannot just buy that. Uh, that uh, very, we can buy that very easily. Uh, so... Uh, what we can do first from the game, probably uh, after the token issued in July, uh, we can just make some of the very constant plan data to sell the, the land NFTs. So that's the people can just keep keep people can just enjoy that that they can just own this sort of land around the, the Paris in Tokyo, and then. Uh, Edo Bars, the actual Meta Bars is going to just launch uh, in public in uh, one year and probably I think in a 10 months later. So the end of 2023. So um, when there's a real Edo Bars coming in that, the people can just you know, hold that the piece of land just around, around the Edo Castle, Edo Paris. And also the whole just region of those, and then people can they start to build uh, real houses after this. So uh, this is actually uh, we can see. So and and also that the Edo village uh, when we can be actually you know uh, in the the involved involved in these regions just into this game. But uh, I'm really looking forward uh, to uh, to creating uh, this uh, project. So we have a, now, so we almost just finished creating uh, a business plan for the future. And then uh, we're going to just uh, uh, create uh, the tokens, tokenomics uh, designs. And then uh, I think this is totally on schedule. Uh, uh, we, we will just publish uh, very soon that white paper too. So um, uh, I hope that uh, the please just you know, fast contributors and also RE sort of participants is going to be really in, uh, can enjoy this program. So uh, 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 I hope that people can just join that from the very early stage. Thank you. Okay. And now may I ask Mr. Gen to speak? Thank you, Oksana. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'd like to update something to you all. Uh, last week, we prepared a lot of things for Edubus. So uh, one thing is we started to uh, try to complete a white paper, which describes whole ecosystem, including cryptocurrency. And then, of course, this white paper is saying that, like, uh, what types of tokens are going to be issued and then uh, what types of utility tokens are going to be used in this space. And then how much is the market cap? It's still under discussion, but maybe we can say like, you know, kind of good news for you 
I mean, uh, at the beginning price is like this one. And then if uh, first investor buy this cryptocurrency, what they can do, something like that, maybe we can describe. And then the other thing is uh, we prepared to develop kind of gaming application, which is super exciting and then quite new. Uh, in this gaming application, maybe some players can buy a kind of avatar NFT and then uh, weapons NFT, uh, kind of items NFT, so that the player can be you know, easily stronger than ever uh, compared to other players if they uh, participate in uh, kind of this investment. And then uh, we also preparing uh, to set up foundation, uh, supposed to be in Cayman. And then we are gonna launch a kind of website, which is also describing the whole ecosystem. And then we are super excited to uh, welcome kind of a new business partner to this Edo city, uh, Edoverse. And uh, I think we can say uh, at the very beginning stage, uh, early investor can uh, have an opportunity to participate in kind of buying like land or some spaces, uh, kind of district. And then uh, we are now calculating uh, what, how many districts is going to be suitable for this uh, ecosystem at the very beginning, and then how many spaces are, is going to be uh, released in when. And then uh, we also uh, create kind of forecast, I mean, profit and loss uh, statement for this adverse. So we, we, anyway, we did a lot of things last week and then supposed to be in May, we can launch a kind of simple website with uh, Edvas logo and white paper. I think I, it's supposed to be fast version, although, but yeah. And then in this white paper, maybe we can describe kind of uh, regulation and a gov uh, you know, a governance in this gaming application. So if let's say even, you know, there's, you know, rich people, they have to behave uh, in a good manner in adverse so that they can be stronger. So we cannot be stronger only with money. Even rich people could be weaker than, you know, not rich people. So I, I think it's going to be super exciting ecosystem. And then uh, still we discuss with uh, tokenomics and tokenized. So we are going to issue two types of token and then uh, what's the function of Edozeni and Koban is going to be uh, defined quite soon, I guess, in May or June or something like that. So basically, under uh, under provided timeline, we are doing do we are doing our best to you know complete this project, and then a lot of investors and then a lot of business partners willing to join us. So I'm thrilled to uh, announce you know further update within two weeks or one week. I hope maybe next Monday we can say, you know, uh, something detailed furthermore. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much, Ken. And also, Dominic, could you please speak overall about the project? Thank you. Thank you, Oksana. And then uh, today, that uh, welcome back, Mitsushi. Um, he was original member of Aerobus project, but um, he was very busy uh, there a little while that and he came back now and then he's now contributing to uh, marketing and uh, I hope um, uh, we can just um, enjoy that uh, creating NATO bars together with Mitsushi too from now 
And today, uh, Mr. Tokugawa's speech was very uh, impressive uh, for us that had to build up an uh, Edo-Basaka system because he's talking about edo Birage ideas um, um, about uh, how, how the Birage governed uh, and also uh, uh, how that sort of, or the sort of social system was consisted. At the same time, uh, in Birage, uh, there are animals like boars and deers were there. And that was also, I think, it's, it's quite sort of uh, in, it's inspired idea to uh, so game creating because uh, original thought was that when we just cultivate uh, from a, a cultivated uh, land, just uh, land suburb of the uh, Edo Castle, we have some uh, uh, monsters or, or evil spirits that, that we just button with that, that we just take it away, that then we just having a peace land and then we build up a house. Um, but we also have actually boars and deers, like some of those kind of animals was inside. Maybe I think we can just include those kind of things that in the you know game. That was very very interesting. And and then um, um, Mr. Tokugawa's uh, today's uh, uh, area is a village, but village is is very sort of uh, outskirts of a, a, a Tokugawa castles, uh, the cities. So, um, but the original ideas of our, our, our building is basically that uh, we have a fast Mr. Yehiro Tokugawa's Edo Castle just was there. And then we, we're going to just build up uh, from um, around, around, around Edo Castle, we're going to just expanding uh, the city just to build up, a, build up a whole city. So, uh, at the first, uh, our project is, is uh, uh, more. Uh, precisely, just uh, the, uh, from the next to uh, next to Edo Castle, there, uh, which is a very very important area in uh, Tokyo at the moment. Because uh, if you just come into Tokyo, that the Edo Paris uh, uh, is uh, we call the uh, uh, Paris. Uh, just around the Paris, we have a lot of important properties, and then normally people can buy. But uh, in Edo Bus. Uh, we're going to just uh, launch uh, to sell those kind of uh, very important plays from the beginning. So, and this is called, uh, we, we're going to set up a season one, two, season two, three, four, and then we're going to make some phase one to phase three that now we're going to just divide the property. And then uh, as um, um, again, just mentioned about uh, the land. Uh, things that we're going to make land NFTs, and then we're going to just divide a sort of land, just around the, around the Paris, and then we're going to just sell it to the public. So anyone can hold just very close to Paris, Edo Paris, which is, we can just uh, do, uh, do uh, just in a, in a real world because it's very expensive and also too prestigious. And then normally that, that those kind of property just never can just direct to the sort of public, uh, normal people like us. So um, uh, we don't have a big chance, but that uh, uh, design will be actually launched um, uh, from, uh, from Edo Zeni, Edo Koban will be launched from July. So, uh, uh, we're going to just uh, uh, disclose this uh, all the project and also put, make the plan for those uh, 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 
uh, issue and also the, the land NFT sale um, very, very soon. And then uh, everyone just uh, to just joining our project is going to be very, very happy uh, to just uh, having, having those kind of things at a really reasonable price at the beginning because the real Aerobus is going to be launched uh, because it's a total metaverse. If you can see, get into, into the, uh, the city just as your uh, avatars. And that will be uh, uh, the end of. Uh, the, we are just planning to the end of uh, end of 2023. So uh, we have still one year and ten months to go. Um, but before we doing that, we're gonna just set up all the property holder, property owners, and also we're gonna just start to prepare for a lot of things to just launch those uh, the real edibles. So uh, I hope um, I hope people people can enjoy even just before the real edibles is coming up. At the same time that we're going to uh, issue uh, uh, the art complex uh, platform very soon, so to combine with the Edubars in the future. So uh, I hope uh, uh, we're going to just make some of the very cultural uh, smells uh, Edo cities in future, that, um, and hope uh, many people can just join us. Uh, I'm looking forward to just meeting with all of the participants in the future. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dominique. Very exciting. I'm looking forward to all the steps uh, uh, you mentioned. And uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, today's talk. I will uh, hear and see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much, Dominique. And thank you, everyone, for speaking. Uh, as usual, I'm very inspired for the week ahead. So thank you very much. And uh, I will hear you, see you soon next week. Goodbye. <laughs>